Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. Oh, oh, Jesus. We lift you higher. Your praises go up, your glory comes down. When your praises go up, Jesus, your glory comes down. We lift you high, high, high. When your praises go up, your glory comes down. When your praises go up, your glory comes down. Oh, when your praises go up, Jesus, your glory comes down. When your praises go up, your glory comes down. And Jesus looked upon them and said, With men it is impossible, but with God, hallelujah. But not with God, for with God nothing shall be impossible. Our God is able, child of God. Amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. This is your host for today, Reverend Brian Odiambo, lead pastor at Zion's Gate Tabernacle. Welcome to Angaza Sasa. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm glad and happy once again that God has given me another opportunity to share his word with you that god has given me another opportunity to have fellowship with you to those of you who keep writing to us on how this broadcast has been a blessing to you i want to tell you that the word of god is life the word of god is a light and the more you keep on investing in the word of God, transformation must be in your life. The word of God is not like any other story. If people can read words written by people and their lives be transformed, and some people just write motivational books, and these motivational books end up transforming their lives because they they read until they they sink with the writer until they see themselves in the light of what the writer is writing and transformation is in them but the word of god is the only word that has the transformational power men's words will excite you men's words 
will cancel you and will give you temporary habitation, temporary consolation, temporary motivation. But God's word will give you an established foundation and habitation. But one thing that must be done is you must continually water the word of God in you. You don't receive God's word now, it transforms your lives now, and then you drop it now. The moment you get God's word and it speaks to you, and you realize this is the revelational word of God, and this is its purpose in my life, you hold on to that word of God, you keep working on that word of God, you keep meditating on that word of God, you keep reading more on the same word of God, you will experience God in a way you've never seen God. This lie that we must demystify today is this. You don't draw close to God because you want God to bless you. No. You are not drawing close to God right now because you have issues that are troubling you. No. You don't come to God because you are trying. No. If you are tuned in right now to this podcast because you are trusting God for something yet all the time you've been away, check your heart. You cannot come to God on a need basis. But because you are here today, I want to tell you, commit yourself to God and God will change your life. Praise the Lord, because God can. Hallelujah. Because God can. We are living in the world full of contradicting information and reports right now. The devil has coined himself in the hearts, the minds, and the wisdom of the systems of the world and has made people to continually give reports against the servants of God and against the word of God. Praise the Lord. We live at a time when people can easily express their discontent against God. Right now, someone can easily say, God has failed me. God has let me down. The social media has given people an opportunity to show dissatisfaction to themselves, to other people, and to God. For example, Someone can spend an hour on the social media reading garbage, but they will not spend time to genuinely listen to God's word. The garbage you read are meant to do something in your life. Before I get into the word of God, I want you to know this. The battle is not for you not to have money. It is for your soul. When people see servants of God on the social media preaching, they see all they want is money. These preachers just want money. Praise God. The enemy has made that so loud in the people's hearts. So that when you see a preacher preaching, the first thing you see is money. Maybe you are watching a preacher and you see you can give your offerings through this pay bill. That is the only thing you are seeing. You are not even listening to what the preacher is saying. Check your heart, child of God. Start concentrating and focusing on the real thing. Don't be sidetracked. That little money God has blessed you with that keeps making you feel like everybody wants it. Pray that God changes your thinking so that you align your heart with God. As I began, I said this. We are living at a time where there are so many conflicting reports. And these conflicting reports, they are against God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God placed doctors here to help us. God created the doctors. Doctors are not evil people. God made them. Those professions people have, they come from God. So God brought them to let us know what is going on with our bodies. 
But despite what the doctors say, hallelujah, you can choose to believe the report of the Lord and the word of God for your healing even right now. I want you to know that it is God that can heal you, that can heal your body, that can heal your mind, that can heal you emotionally, that can heal you mentally, that can heal you psychologically. Take medicine according to instructions, but listen, give God the number one priority. Okay? God says, I am the Lord that heals you, that I sent my word to heal your disease. Why can't you believe that? Praise the Lord. So we live at a time where conflicting information and reports has made people's mind to be so blunt concerning God. Our hearts and minds are leaning towards wisdom of men. Our hearts and minds are leaning towards the God of self. Our hearts and minds are leaning towards reality. Praise the Lord. When the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of the garment of Jesus, she was unrealistic. Hallelujah. When the centurion told Jesus that he does not need to go to his house but just say a word, he was unrealistic. Those kinds of unrealism is a lacking in the church. Praise the Lord. But listen, you've got to make a choice. You've got to make a choice. No one makes a choice for you. Now, I want us to see a story here. And in this story, try to look at yourself. Try to find yourself in this story. What is your role in this story? I'll begin by reading the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verses 1 to 54, but I'll read jumping, okay? At your own time, kindly go through this scripture. Now the Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled at Soko in Judah. They pitched camp at Ephes Damim between Soko and Ezekah. Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped in the valley of Eta and drew up their battle line and met the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill and the Israelites another with the valley between them. People are gearing for war. A champion named Goliath was born from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. Goliath, mark that one. His height was six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. On his legs, he wore bronze greaves and bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod. Its iron point weighed 600 shekels. His shield bearer went ahead of him. Look at verse 4. From verse 4 to verse 7. They are describing Goliath. Hallelujah. That is the description of your challenge. It's a bad thing being defined so beautifully. Verse 8. Goliath stood and shouted through the ranks of Israel. Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. Verse 11. On hearing the Philistine's words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Look at the description of Goliath in verse 4. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. That condition fitting the description of 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verse 4 
to verse 7 is too big for God to miss it. That is what you need to tell yourself. I'm in verse 20 now. Early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd, loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed. He reached the camp as the army was going out to its battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drawing their lines facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies, ran to the battle lines and asked his brothers how they were. Verse 23, as he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance and David had it. Praise the Lord. Whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. Praise the Lord. Verse 25. Now the Israelites had been saying, listen, now the Israelites had been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. Meaning these people are also not happy about how this man is defying Israel, the army of the Lord. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. These are the kind of people will tell you, you know, when you pray, when you seek the face of the Lord, God is able to save. God is able to restore life. God can heal. But them, they are not doing it. Maybe that's even why you have chosen to accept the report of men. Because you're looking at yourself. You're the David in this situation. You're looking at those who are better and who have gone ahead of you. They are living lives not glorifying God. And you're saying now, if me who is so young in salvation, how can I trust the report of the Lord concerning this situation? If seasoned soldiers are cowarding like this, what about me? You're looking at yourself and comparing yourself with the seasoned men, with the seasoned churchists, and you're saying, if these people fear this thing, and now this thing has come upon me, what about me? Verse 26, David asked the men standing near him, what will be done to the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? I speak to that situation in your life right now that is proving so dire, that has been so stubborn. That report that, you, that you're holding, you know, and that report that is denying you peace. I am speaking to that report right now and telling that report that what do you think you are before the living God? For God says in his word that is the God of all flesh and nothing is impossible with him. God says in his word in Luke 137, for with the him nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. We look at the description of Goliath in the in, in verse 4 to verse 7. The way Goliath was packaged, David finds a vulnerability as uncircumcised Philistine, a man who knows not God, a man whose heart is full of pride, a sinner, a man who has no relationship with God, an idol worshiper. Child of God, what is that report that it should defy the report of God? What is it? That report that you're holding in your hand that you keep on looking at and you're crying. Maybe you're 
you're a woman and you've been told these fibroids are going to finish you, you'll not have a baby anymore. Let me ask you, child of God, what is that report? As I said earlier, the doctors, yes, are here to know what is wrong with us and good also to take good care of us health-wise. But the report of the Lord is above the report. Whatever report you have concerning your health this morning, I want to tell you that God is above it. We can relate David's question that who is this person to defy the armies of the Lord with the question God is asking us in the book of Jeremiah 32, 27 that behold, I am the Lord God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? In verse 27, after David had asked a question, they repeated to him what they had been saying and told him, this is what will be done for the man who kills him. In verse 28, when Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Praise the Lord. You are in a bad place trying to come out and to believe the report of the Lord. And somebody there asks you, now where are you going to right now? Do you think you're the only person who has ever prayed concerning this? This kind of pride that you have thinking that you're the only person who knows how to pray. Why hasn't that God done to you ABCD? Look at the way Eliab is looking down on his brother David, as telling him, who have you left with those few sheep? Imagine, why have you come down here? Who did you leave with those few sheep in the wilderness? Then he tells him, I know how conceited and wicked, even knows David is wicked, a man after God's own heart. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Hallelujah. The report of the Lord. The report of the Lord. There are places that I jumped where David had seen God and he knows that God is with him. That is why David is burning with anger asking, who is this person defying the armies of the Lord? You see, him, he is bringing the aspect of God in the conversation. Even the soldiers discussing the issue that is happening here, there is no place you are seeing them discussing God. There is nowhere they are bringing God in their conversations. But David, the first thing that is burning him with anger is that this person is defying the armies of the living God. Whose report will you believe? The report of men concerning Goliath or the report of David concerning Goliath? The report of the other soldiers concerning Goliath or the report of David concerning Goliath? Look at David. He's telling Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine, of this child of God. Do not lose heart because of that fibroid. Do not lose heart because of that cancer. Do not lose heart because you are childless. Do not lose heart because of that TB. Do not lose heart because of that pressure. Do not lose heart because of HIV. Don't. Do not lose heart because of diabetes. Do not lose heart because of sickle cell. Do not lose heart because of asthma. Do not lose heart because you've been told your time is up here. Do not lose heart because you've been told you're being fired. Do not lose heart because you've been fired. 
Do not lose heart because your marriage has ended. Do not lose heart because you've lost a loved one. Now you think your world is over. No, it's not. Believe the report of the Lord this day. Saul replied, You are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man. And he has been a warrior from his youth. Praise the Lord. This condition, you just go through medication and just make sure you do as the doctors tell you. Because I have seen pastors praying over this issue and nothing has happened. You, you just, just find a way to go on through life. After all, we shall all die. I am a pastor and I'm telling you this thing, this one is a difficult situation. Saul who was the head of the army, the king, is telling David, Goliath has been a soldier all his youth, but David is just a young man has never fought in the military. Verse 34, But David said unto Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from his, its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This, listen, this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. Again, David repeats, he has defied the armies of the living God. Then he continues, the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. I say, Babu Kandirakatoyande. Hallelujah. God's report. Has God ever rescued you from a situation that when you compare with where you are right now, you don't see? I want to tell you, transfer them to where you are right now and tell yourself, if God did this for me, that same God is in a position to do this other thing for me. He's able. He's in a position to make things happen for me. Praise the Lord. David says that the same God that's rescued me from the paw of the bear and the lion is in a position to rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Hallelujah. It is your faith in God that will make people tell you God be with you. But if you do not hold your ground concerning God and his word, they will mock you and you will be like them. You will join their bandwagon of constantly saying God can do but they are not walking in the word of God concerning faith. You will find yourself in the group, in the company of people who say that mighty things God can do. But when something comes in your life that now puts God in the raid of being seen, you cowered out. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. Verse 40, I cannot go in this, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Hallelujah. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the porch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. David is going after Goliath, putting on the armor of God. All he has is God. Whatever Saul was trying to clothe him with, he said, I'm not used to this. That kind of glamour and pomp. 
is not used to. He knows that it is God fighting. It is not him. So he doesn't need to like make it look like he's, he's part of what is making things to work. You know, there are people, they want to trust God with something that they want to make it look like there is their part, their effort is also included in making that thing work. Praise the Lord. When you're trusting God with something, it is effortless. Your strength is not there. The moment we want to make it look like our strength is also included, it is why we keep asking ourselves questions like, will it be possible? Because remember, whatever you think is so difficult, that you want to dress up for so much to God is not even a thing. Praise the Lord. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David. Verse 42, he looked David over and saw that he was little, more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. Hallelujah. He said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cast David by his gods. Now you see why David says he's uncircumcised. He's a man without God. His heart is full of worldliness. He tells David in verse 44, Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. Verse 45, David said to the Philistine, You come against me with the sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. David keeps repeating the name of the Lord in this war. That is why, even in this situation right now, constantly as we mention the name of the Lord, it is God that is giving you victory. Because when we constantly call on the name of the Lord, it is an indication that we believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. That you constantly sing that it is well with my soul. That even in this situation right now, God is my deliverer. Even at this moment right now, God is delivering me still. Child of God, you are giving God an upper hand in your situation. And you keep on saying that despite the doctors telling me this, God is my deliverer. I believe God is coming through for me. Besides them telling me that I'll never give birth, God is giving me a child. A baby will suckle my breast one day. That they're telling me that I have pressure, that it cannot be, that it can only be controlled. I know God is giving me healing. And you keep telling that pressure, pressure. I may be hosting you in my body, but it is just for a time. God changes everything. God is my healer. In Psalms 103 verse 3, the Bible says that I am the God who forgives your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Read it. In Psalms 107 verse 20, the Bible says that, And I sent my word to heal them and to deliver them from destruction. Believe the Lord's report. The Lord's report is found in his word. That is why David is so burnt in anger. Hallelujah. David continues to, This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This day I will give the carcass of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is God in Israel. Hallelujah. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear for the battle is the lord's and he will give all of you into our hands a man dressed so simple in the battle line speaking the kind of words that saul was dressing him in form of armor 
a man simple in stature speaking the kind of words likened to the dressing and the stature of Goliath. Look at that, child of God. You see, that condition, put it under the subjection of the name Jesus. Let the name of Jesus come on top. We have seen the kind of description Goliath is given in verse 4. And we are now seeing how David is breaking Goliath into pieces and making him look so weak and so useless. David is not looking at his armor. In fact, David says that people will know it is not that the Lord can only deliver by sword. No. Verse 48, as the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him, reaching into his bag and taking out a stone. He slung it and struck the Philistine. On the forehead the stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground so david triumphed over the philistine with a sling and a stone without a sword in his hand he struck down the philistine and killed him 51 david ran and stood over him he took hold of the philistine's sword and drew it from the sheath after he killed him he cut off his head Head. Praise the Lord. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout and pursued the Philistine to the entrance of Gath and to the gates of Ekron. Their dead were strewn along the Sharaim road of Gath and Ekron. When the Israelites returned from chasing the Philistines, they plundered their camp. When David took the Philistine's head and brought it to Jerusalem, he put the Philistine's weapons in his own tent. Praise God. If you've ever read this story between Goliath and David and saw something encouraging and sweet, the word of God is not a motivational book. The word of God is not a motivational speech. It is not something you read to feel good. The word of God is God's report. We have seen how David is coming at Goliath here. People see a man so huge to beat. David sees a man so huge to miss. To accept God's report. Check how you talk. Check how you see things. Check how you think. How do you understand things? Your actions towards reports. How is your behavior? Praise the Lord, child of God. All this will determine whether you have a negative reception towards God's report or a positive reception towards man's report. Whose report will you believe? The report of the Lord or the report of man? It's a decision you have to make. Remember, your view will always color your world and you will lean on the report that sides with your view. If your view is reality of the world, the wisdom of men, you will always accept news that coincide with your views. Praise the Lord. In the book of Isaiah chapter 53 verse 1, the Bible says, Who has believed our report? Praise the Lord. And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who has believed our report? You're probably listening to this broadcast right now. You know that you need God's report, the one you're listening to right now. But you will still choose to believe the report of men and allow the report of men to rob you joy. Because you sp you, your talks coincide with the wisdom of men. 
You see things according to the wisdom of men. You think your thinking pattern is so clouded that you cannot see God. The way you understand things is so realistic. Your actions Hallelujah are in sync with the world. Your behavior is super with the world. In the book of Psalms chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 3 the Bible says that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of the sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord in the law of the Lord in the report of the Lord and he meditates on the report of the Lord day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does shall prosper praise the lord god's report maybe you're saying that no reverend where i am it's impossible Romans chapter 4 from verse 17 to 21 As it is written I have made thee a father of many nations this is God to Abraham before him whom he believed even God who quickeneth the dead listen this is God's report and calleth those things which are not as though they were not even are were you are not only healed in the powerful name Jesus but you were healed by the stripes of Jesus we were healed who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be verse 19 and being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb praise the lord he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he has promised he was able to perform that after god had made him a promise he did not consider the deadness of his flesh or the barrenness of sarah believing the report of the lord for as a man thinks in his heart so is he praise the lord if you constantly think this thing will kill me it will kill you and it will bury you before your time i know you will all die why do you want to die before your time why don't you want the goodness and the glory of the lord to be seen through you if you have ever clung to god cling now If you've never believed God's report, believe in God this time. Believe God's report. I know you may be in a bad situation, but don't worry. Don't care. Our spiritual father normally tells us, don't care. Have that careless attitude towards things that want to rob you peace. Tell them, I don't care. Be arrogant with them. Because the moment you give it care, it robs you joy and peace. The enemy uses it as a leeway. us rob you god's joy and to start planting darkness doubt discomfort discord amen by the time you're noticing 
The enemy has stolen you so far away from God. This day I want to ask you, whose report shall you believe? From the story about David and Goliath, have we not seen a man believing God's report, what he is able to accomplish? He is young. Before he even comes to the scene concerning this war, we see the kind of description Goliath is given. But the moment David comes in the scene, we realize the bigness of Goliath is no longer seen because David now introduces God. David keeps on mentioning God. That is what he constantly repeats. Irrespective of the multitude of the people who are against his faith. You are probably saying that it is because of the people around me that I cannot trust God. It is because you have decided not to be vibrant. Not to be mad with your faith in God. If you know God is able to deliver you from that situation, why don't you blindly believe in God? Praise the Lord. Give God your all because God is able to deliver you. Today, believe the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord says you are healed. The report of the Lord says you are a new person. The report of the Lord says that today is your day. This is your day of salvation. The report of the Lord says that you are a new person, child of God. The report of the Lord says you are a victorious person that you are a conqueror. I want you to speak to that situation that is proving so dire in your life right now. I want you to speak the name that is above every name, Jesus, concerning that situation. I want you to call on the name Jesus right now over that situation. As you listen to this broadcast, do not tarry. This is the time you tell it that you come to me with fear. You come to me with anxiety. You come to me with the depression. You come to me with stress. But I come against you in the name of the living God. Praise the Lord. You will tell it, but I come to you in the name of the living God. That you come to me with the depression, with anxiousness, with fear. But I am coming to you in the name of the Lord. That is what you are telling it right now. That issue that has proven so difficult, that is constantly going and coming back. Until now you are being told, this is now where we are. Tell it. You are coming to me with a lot of noise, but I am coming to you in the name of the Lord. In the name Jesus Christ. It is written that by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. God, you Father, say that if two or three of us shall agree on a thing as touching heaven, that it shall be given unto us, O God. Right now, through the powerful name Jesus, I speak healing into the life of the person trusting in you, O Lord, right now for healing and deliverance. I speak progress, O God, in the life of the person that is trusting you, O Lord God, for progress. I speak openings, O God, in the life of the person that is trusting you for a job. I speak 
peace, O God, my Father, in the person who is hurting, O God. I speak healing in their minds. My Father, I speak healing in their souls, O God, my Father. I speak healing in the person that is seeking to know you and to find you right now. In the name of Jesus, in the life of this person that is lost in the world, I speak that, God, you are redirecting them back to you, O my Father. I pray, dear Father, that you may make them whole again, O God, that you may make them whole, O my Father, from the depression that they have been going through, O my Father, that you make them whole again, that you make them whole again, my Father, from the hearts that they have been experiencing in their marriages, in their lives, at their workplaces, O God, in their homes, in their communities, O God, my Father, in their lives, O my Father. I pray for them today, O Jehovah Jesus, that God you are coming through for them that God you are making them whole again today from whatever infirmities and limitations they have been experiencing because God today they have chosen to believe the report of the law today Lord deliver these persons from any form of destructions in their health deliver them from any form of destructions in their jobs deliver them from any forms of destructions in their relations deliver them from any destructions in their lives. Deliver them from destructions in their relations, O oh God, my Father. Those who are trusting you, Lord God, my Father, for provision. Open doors of provision. Those who are trusting you, Lord God, my Father, for peace, my Father, make peace available. Those who are trusting in you, O Lord God, my Father, for abundance, O God, for business, O God, my Father, for stability, may they see you, O God, today. O Lord God, my Father, God of miracles, we place our faith and trust in you and in your word, O my Father. Make them a testimony of your mighty works, O God, of your mighty power. Because, Lord, we come to you in faith, believing in your word. That, God, as David believed in your report and exalted you, God, even at a time when all situations proved that the only way thing to do was to run away, he still exalted your name, my Father. That even the Goliath that has been exalted in the lives of your children today, my Father, today in faith, believing God, this mountain is being moved. Because this is the confidence that we have in you, O God. That when we pray, trusting, believing in you, O God, nothing shall be impossible. We magnify your name, Jesus. Lord, we choose to believe your report that says we are healed. That says we are new people. That says we are safe. We come to you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If there's something you're trusting God for, just try to me. We'll pray together. Above all, believe the report of the Lord concerning your situation. God is so kind. God is so loving. God is so good throughout his word. It's full of encouragements to lift our spirits and to draw us closer to him. You cannot allow the situation you are going through to rob you joy. You cannot allow the kind of reports you keep on getting to dissuade you. Child of God, I want you to know this morning that you cannot keep allowing the devil to confuse you. Hallelujah.
in as much as we are living in a time where confusion is much jesus is still building his church that the gates of hell cannot prevail against praise the lord so today i decree in your life that no weapon fashioned against you or your family or your loved ones or your job or the projects that you are you, you, you are undertaking or that promotion that you are going for or the plans that you have no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper child of god in the book of isaiah chapter 54 the bible says they shall gather but not by me and I'll cause them to fall for your sake that is God's report believe that God's report if you believe there are people that are chasing you that are after you in your community that is the word of God the word of God says clearly that indeed they shall gather but not by me that is God's report hallelujah may God bless you may you keep the faith burning may you burn with passion for God and believe in God's report Shalom 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 Amen